Hey, peeps, please help us grow the family. Give us a comment and review on the Apple or Google Play Store. It's super quick and easy. Just scroll down, click the little stars, comment, and just help us grow the family. All right, so now that that's out of the way, let's get into this. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation, and this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, lie, lie. And then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever is necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented. And the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread 
criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family. Instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks, who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement and we will take back this country for you and we will make America great again. Such a powerful video. It's beautiful. Love that. Thank you again, Zach, for sending me the link to that. I looked and looked and looked everywhere for that thing. And it's uh, it seems to be about as uh, shadow banned as a lot of these channels out there. So it's uh, crazy, man. It's great to have you, brother. Thank you so much. I am very, very happy to be here. And yes, I, I, I sometimes more often than not, I cry watching that video because it is so moving and uh, it's especially moving after what we've been through for the last four years and realizing how correct President Trump was. They are willing to do whatever it takes to stop him and to keep us under their their firm iron grip. And um, yeah, I, I, I was super surprised. I mean, you used to be able to search this video will get Trump elected and you would have, you know, 15, 20 different versions of it. Now, if you search for anything with President Trump's name in it, the powers that be at that platform send you hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of uh, links to mainstream media sources. So uh, you know, with the Today Show, NBC, CBS, CNN, um, Axios, uh, AP News, anything but, you know, and uh, it's interesting because, I, I mean, I was trying to think, you know, how would anybody find any of my videos if I was still on there? Because, I, I mean, it used to be you could put Trump's name in the title and, uh, you know, it would be applicable. You could search for it. You could find stuff. You know, did you realize that the video that President Trump put out this morning of, of uh, Vice President Pence getting the, the poke in the arm, it, 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 it didn't have anything to do with the election, but they still had the warning on there that the Electoral College has voted Joe Biden in as the president elect of the United States. 
it was just the fact again that uh, Pence's name was was in the video, or perhaps it was that President Trump was sharing it on his official channel. I don't know, but uh, we have reached uh, a, a really disturbing point in history, and I, you know, I mean, I guess. Uh, I, I kind of took it for granted that we were going to fix it before it could get to this point. I didn't really necessarily think that we were going to reach it. And um, it's uh, it's scary. You know, it, it's definitely scary. Yeah, no, I hear you. It's such a, a, a powerful video. And he just kind of lays out everything for us in that actual video. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so if you if you look back and you've looked at all the things that Trump has ever said, his promises, you know, the promises kept, you know, that uh, that he's made, he's kept all of them, his books that he's written, whether it's uh, time to, you know, um, what is it? It's, it's my favorite ones. Um, time to get tough, make America great again. Mm -hmm. um, you know, all these amazing uh, books. He basically just kind of, he tells us what he's going to do and then he actually does it. And yeah. one of the things that I found really, uh, you know, important, I mean, so much of the, uh, so much of what he was saying in there is obviously important, but one of the, one of the lines that really, you know, stood out to me was in his opener. I mean, his opener, he says he's replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. That is pretty, you know, incredible. And then he says, um, you know, later on, and our system is rigged and we all know it. Then he ends with, we will make America great again. So there's so many powerful things in there. And if you look at all the different things that he's done and all the different things that he's promised, dude delivers. And now he has to. So, you know, it's super exciting. And just like today, today is the, uh, the first, um, you know, anniversary of Space Force, right? So that's, I guess, yeah. the 18th, you know, Defense Department that we get. Um, you know, we all have high hopes for it. So today it's uh, it's number one. It's one years old. So that's that's exciting. And it's also exciting having you back on here. It's uh, it's our third time, third time's a charm. So, you know, I know that you've, you were removed. A lot of people, you know, they, they still come and they still try to find uh, where you're at. And so, you know, we make sure to drop all your website uh, links as well as where you're at on, on D live and, and big shout out to everybody out there on D live. Love y'all. We'll make sure that um, at the oh, end, we get everybody paid. And, let me, uh, uh, let me go host you on D live. Oh, at the end, we will um, actually, you know, we always pay the people. They, yep. they they contribute lemons to us and then, you know, we send lemons back. But what we actually do is we send, you know, another 5,000 lemons on top of that back to the family out there too. So they actually awesome. get some crypto, you know, they get some more, they get some more crypto. But um, yeah, we have uh, so much, so much going on, man. It's like, where do we start? It's, you know, everything that we've seen. We're being shown just, you know, how corrupt everything is, whether it's our media or social media our government or justices or courts, you know, whether it's different, um, you know, different elected leaders or Republicans or Democrats, we're getting we're being shown just how bad uh, this really is. And so it makes me think back, you know, to. He wants to replace a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government. So a new government. Those are two important words that, that I hear in there. A new government controlled by you, the American people. So tons to talk about. Um, I'm not even sure where you want to start. It's just great to hang. I've got, uh, you know, a bunch of stuff in my mind just, you know, rambling around up there. But, uh, you know, what's uh, what's what's new in, in red pill land? <laughs> Um, well, probably the newest and most exciting thing is that, as I was telling you in the pre-show, I was asked to uh, be a speaker on a MAGA Victory Cruise, which is taking place in April. I believe the dates are April 17th through the 21st. And actually, uh, let me just go to my Gab profile and I can go ahead and share the link to that for you so that uh, you can put it in the chat. Sure. Um, I um. The, okay, so here's the thing. 
I've never been on a cruise before, and I certainly haven't like had a vacation since like 2019. Um, and even then, it was like I was driving across the country to get my car fixed. So, <laughs> oh, thank you, real red pill girlfriend, for putting up with me for the uh, the slings and arrows that we gotta uh, go through. But um, you know, I've never been on a cruise before, and I was told that you know we don't have to get the poke, so that's very important. Um, and it's going to be comprised of a bunch of great people like Juanita Broderick is going to be speaking there. Um, Gene Ho, uh, George Papadopoulos, my good friend, uh, Brad Collagero gets from where we go on, we go all now, a uh, posteriori of something, something, I, I can't remember what the name of his channel is now, but you can look up Brad CG, uh, on, um, on D live and, um, it's going to be just uh, a bunch of, uh, really great people there. And, you know, I think having, you know, first of all, I feel honored to have been asked to do this. Uh, I believe it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm looking forward to being able to, to take a step back, but at the same time, still feel like I'm doing something uh, to honor President Trump and his sacrifice and everything that he's helped us gain over the course of these last four years. You know, I figure by April, everything is going to be cleared up. I, I really think that by inauguration day, we're going to be in a really different position than we are now. But I think that, uh, you know, being able to take that victory lap, it's good psychologically. Uh, it's good for your constitution, you know, to uh, kind of sit back. Obviously, I don't get a lot of sunlight <laughs> sitting here in the studio <laughs> making videos all day long, seven days a week. Um, double, but, uh, double down on the vitamin D. Yes, exactly. And I, and I, I take plenty of it, plenty of it. So, um, well, shucks, I, I'm unable to locate it on my, um, my gab profile. I'll, I'll, I'll find it, but it's, uh, it, my, uh, QAnon John and his wife, that's his name on, uh, on gab. And I believe he's on Twitter as a, uh, some variation of that name. But, um, you know, I, he and his wife called me and we spoke for about 45 minutes to an hour. And uh, they have done, you know, I, I guess plenty of event planning in the past. And um, I don't know if you've ever done any events with people who have never planned an event, uh, but but they want to be an event planner. I, I've You know, it's happened quite a few times in my life. And uh, my mom, when I was growing up, she was an event planner for this uh, local organization. And so you know, I, I kind of grew up doing these like like music festivals and uh, a series of, uh, of, of, you know, cultural festivals in, in like this old part of town. We call it Old Town. And um, it was a lot of fun. So I, uh, I really enjoyed doing that. And uh, I, I've learned to to have have a, 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 a the smell test for when people know what they're doing or when they don't know what they're doing. And so uh, I felt really comfortable after we had the conversation and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it. I'll um, I'll make sure that uh, I get the the uh, the information here before the end of the show. Yeah, there's a, a ton that goes into event planning and all that kind of stuff. You know, it's always great to just show up, have a good time and leave. But the people that actually put it together, so much, so much goes into it. You know, not not including just getting people to show up and having a, a desire for people to show up. You know what I mean? You have to have a, a draw. But, you know, with the cruise, uh, like like I said earlier, man, this is um, that, that's my favorite way to travel because it's not I mean, you can do it on the cheap and you don't have to worry about your food. You don't have to worry about your lodging. You basically go to sleep and you can wake up in a new country. You know, they have all kinds of deals, especially right now. 
uh, for cruises, especially outside the, the U.S. So that is uh, an incredible way to travel. If anybody, any of you out there haven't uh, tried a cruise, um, they are usually really, really fun. Unless you get stuck on one where somebody's got the, uh, you know, the, the the Wuhan flu or something the like poof. that. They walk you down <laughs> in the middle of the freaking ocean with old food, you know, or no food. That's a, <laughs> That sucks. But when, when a cruise is done right, all right, it goes back to the planning. When a cruise is done right, they they are incredible, man. So that's awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to uh, see what you're talking about there. And um, we'll make sure that we share it out with everybody. And, you know, big, big thanks to everybody that's uh, hanging out here in the fam. Love you all. God bless you all. You know, I can't, uh, you know, thank everybody here. There's uh, way too many. I think right now we're about over a thousand people across all platforms. So what's up, everybody? Love you all. We've got uh, the one and only, you know, we got Red Pill 78 with us. So always great, man. So, um, I mean, what, what do we want to do here? I mean, this is, um, you know, it's one of those things where, I mean, I guess we could, uh, you know, address the elephant in the room. I guess, you know, our government has pretty much failed us. I mean, every time we look, we, we're seeing like in Arizona right now, you know, they were they were supposed to uh, turn over the Dominion machines. Instead, they're finding ways to fight that and throw it at the Supreme Court. You know, I mean, every time and we're talking people that are supposedly Republicans, right? This should be a no brainer. But every time we look, you know, it just seems like we're more and more, um, you know, just seeing how corrupt things are on both sides of the party in in basically every sector. You know, we've, we've seen just how corrupt things are. It, it definitely seems like um, it's going to require more than just uh, showing up and voting because uh, you can't just show up and vote these people out. when We know the, the voting system is uh, compromised. So what, um, where do you want to start with, with all this, uh, corruption? And then, um, I guess, you know, we can talk about all the ways that it can be fixed. So I always like to address the problem and then of course, give multiple solutions. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, let's get into it. So I think you're right. Um, you know, so here's one of the things that I have always considered the size and scope of the size and scope of the corruption, you know, I mean, it's so vast. And, and a couple of years ago, we had an incredible number of uh, resignations among the federal government, uh, elected officials stepping away, deciding that they weren't going to run again. I thought that was a tremendous opportunity for us to get some new blood into, uh, into Washington, D.C. Uh, and, you know, we did. But unfortunately, I think that it, it, there was still just the machine was in play. And so the people who replaced those outgoing corrupted officials, unfortunately, were probably of the same ilk. And we definitely have good people in Washington. Josh Hawley, you know, hats off to Josh Hawley. He said that he is looking to uh, challenge the certification of the Electoral College. I, I think that needs to be done. Um, and let me let me let me first say, uh, I still believe that there are multiple paths to victory for President Trump. And I am confident without knowing which one is going to be the path to victory. I am confident that we are going to arrive at the end result that we are all hoping for. President yeah. Trump will be president for a second time. But at the same time, what this is doing is exposing that size and scope completely. All right. It's quite obvious. You know, I think many people, um, I, I, I don't, I don't know too many people who really trusted Mitch McConnell when president Trump came into office, but it looked like Mitch McConnell softened on president Trump and was, you know, full MAGA at a certain point. He was 
fulfilling President Trump's mandate. And he was working with him. He had wonderful things to say, glowing praise. But now it appears perhaps that Mitch McConnell is a swamp creature and he had never changed from being so. He stood in the way of election security reform, unfortunately. So his actions directly led to the results we have now. But here's my question, though. Was that by design? Did President Trump specifically request to be put into this position so that we could completely expose the corruption and the chaos so that we could be brought to the precipice so that America fully would wake up and understand the size and scope of that corruption. Because if people were still under the assumption that it was the right and the left, the good and the bad, then they might not ever really understand how big it was. It truly doesn't matter if you're a Republican or a Democrat. It never mattered if you were a Republican or a Democrat. Now, for purposes of you know getting control of the government, obviously it matters if you're voting Democrat or Republican. But my point is that the bo both parties are corrupt. You have good people and bad people in both. I tend to lean towards the assumption that we have more good people of the conservative nature and more people in the Republican Party. Um, but, you know, I have met Democrats who are perfectly reasonable people. They are willing to have a conversation. They're willing to debate the finer points and uh, and they can be swayed if you bring a cohesive and compelling argument. However, you know, there are many, many, many Democrats who you cannot even talk to. They will immediately shut down. I told you that I had my uh, I, I set up that TV today. My neighbor was helping me out. He's not a fan of Donald Trump, but I have my MAGA hat displayed prominently in my living room you know, with several other hats. And he was like, oh, where'd you get your MAGA hat? And I was like, at a rally. <laughs> you know, I got it from the president directly. And, uh, you know, and, and he didn't flip out on me. You know, he, he didn't sure. say, you know, I refuse to be a good friend and a neighbor to you because we have different political leanings. You know, he's just a guy. But, I mean... The difference, that's the difference between the general population of these two parties. The people on the right, we're happy to talk to people on the left. We're happy to have that conversation. But by and large, the people on the left are not willing to do that. But by showing the American public that it doesn't matter, that the swamp is both the right and the left, and it is the government, the elected officials, the administrative government, the non-elected civil servants, it is the FBI, it is the DOJ, it is the judiciary, it is the Supreme Court of the United States. This opens everyone's eyes and shows us that we must have a fundamental change in our government, in the way that things are handled. We must return to what it was, the framework that was set up by our brilliant forefathers to give us the perfect country. Okay. So president Trump, I think that he, he knew that it would go this way. He knew that they would bring out all the slings and arrows, do anything within their power to try to stop him from becoming president again, despite the will of the people. So this, and this goes back to Mitch McConnell. I don't know necessarily that Mitch McConnell had a choice in this. You know, if, if he is part of the plan, 
all right, then it would be necessary for him to go along and recognize Joe Biden as the president-elect because, in all fairness, the Electoral College has met. There was a process. Joe Biden is the president-elect, but for how long? And I don't believe he will become president. You know, this is temporary. You know, today, the, the Pentagon apparently uh, put on hold the the security briefings that were given to the Biden transition team. Rick Grinnell kind of, uh, you know, shot back at that. It sounds like that information was leaked from the Biden campaign. And that really what's happening is there is an, a previously agreed upon halt for the holidays. OK, so and and the Trump Trump transition, or excuse me, the transition of the uh, Trump government to the Biden government, they've been given more briefings apparently than, you know, any transitional administration in history. But, you know, again, it shows how lying and evil and despicable the Biden team is because they are part of the swamp. So, you know, I, 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 <clears throat> I don't know necessarily that the people who aren't standing up for Trump are doing anything more than just playing a role to expose this stuff. Um, but it would be good to see Kelly Loeffler and, and Purdue, you know, come out and, uh, you know, specifically say, you know, hey, I'm going to fight for President Trump because he fought for me. You know, I mean, it's a tremendous thing that he would be willing to continue fighting for them. It, it But it may be in a self-interest, you know, I mean, if President Trump doesn't support Loeffler and Purdue and they are not elected in this runoff, then when he gets back into power, we certainly won't be controlling the Senate and there will be a tremendous advantage that's been taken away. Um, it is so complicated, everything that's going on. And, um, you know, I think that once President Trump is back in office 100%, these people are going to bend the knee. And I think that there will be another culling of administrative and elected officials because President Trump will have nothing standing in his way. You know, uh, first-term presidents, they're always a little cagey. You know, they have to be just a little bit hands-off because you want to do enough, but you don't want to do too much. You know, you want to secure that re-election. By golly, he secured that re-election because he followed through on his promises. You know, the only thing he didn't do was arrest Hillary Clinton. And that's what has to happen here in this second term when that comes in. Um, yeah, I mean, I hope that somewhat answered your question. That was a little yeah, bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, you know, we're just, we're seeing, I, I've, I've always, you know, kind of likened this to like an episode of Kitchen Nightmares, you know, where you have this, this failing restaurant where it's just a disaster, you know, it's got just a mess everywhere. Gordon Ramsay comes in, if you guys have watched Kitchen Nightmares, and you're able to see, you know, your your food is rotten, your chef is horrible, your customers are in the bathroom puking their guts out. <laughs> you know, and then he comes in and he, you know, kind of fixes everything, fixes the food, fixes the menu, fixes the chef, you know, fixes, you know, the way it looks. And then more often than not, it's uh, it becomes successful. And I think that's what we're seeing here is we're seeing how bad everything is. Mm -hmm. But you know, the way that he fixes it, you know, is that's that's where it all just becomes speculation at that point. Like we can point to all these different things. And I always like to make kind of my decisions based in fact. 
but you know, there's, this is not polished. This is not political talking points. This is not like you're watching Fox. This mm-hmm. here is just taking in all the information that's being suppressed, being able to look at it, see what options he has available and then kind of figure out what outcome. Uh, and we know that it's going to be, you know, Trump thousand percent, yeah, uh, you know, back in office. So we know that, but which path is it going to be that gets him there? Because right now what we're seeing is, is he's following the constitution, you know, letter by letter. Yep. And, you know, he's, he has all these different constitutional methods that he's applying yet he's getting pushback everywhere from both parties. So it doesn't yep. matter, you know, if it's a, a Democrat state and say it's got a Republican legislature or a Republican assembly or a Republican board of supervisors, you see, they just, don't comply. Mm-hmm. You see that they're actively working against him on things that are just without no question illegal. I mean, you can't let dead people vote. You can't let illegal aliens vote. You can't let felons vote. You know, you can't have all these all these ballots dropped off in the middle of the night with no chain of custody, with no observers. These things, you know, would never happen if this was uh, a Democrat, right? right? So we're seeing that you know, right now, um, it, it appears that both sides are working against him. Both sides probably didn't want him in initially. Oh, and now definitely. That he's in, they're doing everything they can to try to keep this guy from, you know, staying on another four years. Because if all these people, you know, right now, I believe it's really, it's good versus evil. I believe that it's globalism versus like nationalism. Mm-hmm. I believe that um, there's just so much corruption here. This swamp is so wide and so deep that, you know, he either a didn't know how bad it was which i find that hard to believe me too or b you know those 217,000 you know sealed indictments are going to come into play here one of these days yeah. and then not to mention you know i mean he's going through this constitutional process but you know i i saw a clip uh from steve bannon i think it was somebody sent it to me this morning talking about you know let's just move forward with decertifying these electoral votes right so that makes sense that does make sense to you know decertify these things because obviously they're they're not lawful right i mean you see georgia just basically doing everything unlawfully they're against their own you know their own laws same thing in philadelphia i mean you could just we could be here for an hour just talking about all the unlawful stuff that they did that they're not doing anything about whether it's a Republican governor or whoever, they're not secretary of state. They're not doing anything about it other than just trying to keep it as business as usual. And let's just fix it next time. And we all know it's not going to work. So when you decertify, that's great. But then, you know, I did a video like well over a month ago talking about the, the, the process in Congress, how each state, you know, would have one vote and how you could have somebody like, you know, Mo or somebody like coach, you know, the a Senator and a Congressman basically contest these electoral votes. Then they would go and they would talk in session for two hours and then come back yeah. and see if they want to swap votes. Exactly. Well, that's great and all, but when you've got like cocaine Mitch telling all of his senators, you know, to stand down and you can see how corrupt this stuff is. And we know that that report was supposed to come out today. And we know that he's meeting with Miller today at uh, 12, 30 so oh, i guess an hour ago yeah we saw what pompeo did today with uh with like 19 more sanctions uh against uh, the chinese uh i think it's the the people's republic mm-hmm. uh, so you can see that he's moving towards um i and, and you 
been seeing a lot of support too from people like uh, General Michael Flynn talking about the executive order 18 uh, 13848 right so the 9 yep. uh executive order where Flynn is saying he should use that Flynn's talking about how martial law has been implemented like 64 different times this is not a new thing talking about how they could use the military to come in and and hold you know a proper election in these contested uh, battleground states he talks about all these different things that you know are options and all of these things that he could do but what do you think do you think that he's just going to continue to go down the constitutional path and if he loses that way he'll be like well you know our founding fathers like my great uncle you know benjamin franklin <laughs> he oh that's cool they just didn't know they just didn't know what they were doing right it didn't work or do you think he's going to do that in parallel with possibly using like directive 51 or the insurrection act or you know 13848 what's what's your thoughts there for a lot of people out there that are wondering if the military are going to be brought in because you know like bannon talks about just you know don't even don't even pay attention to that stuff let's just go the constitutional path but then you got other people you know whether it's Sidney powell or whether it's general michael flynn all saying hey those options are on the table and he might he might maybe should use them I absolutely think that all of those options are on the table, and I am perfectly comfortable with him using that military route. I think that President Trump is attempting uh, to do the constitutional path. He has faith in that process. It was put there for a reason, and I've said this multiple times, but at the end of the day, it <clears throat> doesn't matter if you're right, left, or center. President Trump is your president. If you're an American citizen, President Trump represents you. And so therefore, he wants to use the constitutional path and do everything in the right way that should be done that way. However, um, that report from the DNI uh, is going to be, in my opinion, that doorway to use the executive order. And I think that it's been delayed for a couple of different reasons. Number one, obviously, the clowns, I think they're dragging their feet. Because those, you know, the 17 uh, intelligence agencies that are supposed to be uh, adding to that report, those are the same intelligence agencies that said that there was some, you know, possible connection between Trump and Russia or, you know, a, a variety of other things that uh, were in opposition to President Trump and things he's said. Uh, but uh, I, I think that I also think that DNI Ratcliffe wants the report to include all of the relevant information and evidence showing just how compromised this election was. And I also think that finding out, having the revelation about this solar winds breach means that there is a whole bunch of other relevant information and evidence that must be added to it, which will only strengthen it. So I, I believe that uh, they are adding that stuff into it. And Ratcliffe wants to make sure that when he hands this over to the president, it's going to be enough for President Trump to be able to say, OK, we had foreign interference in this election. It was this, this and this. And, you know, these officials were involved. These companies were involved. These media outlets were involved. So therefore, based upon the executive order that I wrote, he wouldn't have written it unless it was going to have, uh, you know, be, be necessary to use it. I think they were aware that all of this was going to happen. So then he can go ahead and institute that. Uh, I think that the, the Insurrection Act would be used if and when President Trump is inaugurated again. I think that on that day, there will be rioting all across the country. Everybody on the left who is waiting to be activated again, just as they were 
with uh, poor old jo Georgie boy in Minneapolis. They're going to come out of their holes and they're going to be just as, as vicious and destructive as they were at that time. So at that point, perfect, perfect opportunity to uh, just pop out the Insurrection Act. They can go ahead and sweep up all of those bad actors. And, you know, certainly um, the, uh, the the 200,000 plus sealed indictments that we have out there, I mean, those are real. They're, they're going to need to unseal them. That's a lot of people who are going to need to be rounded up. Um, and with the institution of that executive order and the Insurrection Act, perfect opportunity, military will already be out on the streets. I think that we're going to see all of these things. It's just we are going to have a full exhaustion of all of these constitutional paths before we will get to something like that. Now, once he is confirmed again as president, uh, he can still activate that uh, executive order. And it might be for optics and politics uh, that it's better for him to do that once once that happens. Because if he was to just imagine, you know, you are uh, a leader of a first world nation someplace else in the world. And, you know, you have, you know, diplomatic relations with the United States. So you're speaking with the Trump uh, uh, you know, government, but you're also speaking with the Biden government. I'm sure that there are conversations by the Biden team um, with these other allies across the globe uh, that if Trump was to do something like that, then the rest of the world might immediately brand him as some type of a, a dictator, a fascist uh, who is attempting to hold on to his seat and then they might take some action, come after us in uh, in a physical way. Um, so I I think that um, President Trump needs to be reconfirmed before he can put something as drastic as that heavy hand of the military out there, because at that point the world is going to look on and say, okay, you know, he is the president and he's using his power and might to clean up all of these dangerous people and these elements within uh, the government. I, I think that it would be it, it would be best if he did it that way. Now, I would love it. And I'm sure Sidney and uh, General Flynn and many others would love it if President Trump would just say, you know what, enough of the hanky panky. You know, we're going to take care of this right now. And uh, everybody, all patriots, just stay in your homes for a couple of weeks and we'll uh, we'll get out there and we'll take care of business. Uh, we'll do it. And uh, what was that? Greetings from the Detroit area. Well, greetings to you as well, sir. <laughs> yeah, big, uh, big thanks to everybody. All the fam in the chat. Love you all. God bless you all. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot there, man, a lot to unpack. We really don't know if he's going to, you know, do what, uh, you know, people they, they accused him of before he even took office. They said he was going to be some kind of, you know, dictator and warmongerel. And yeah. you can see that, you know, we the first time I think in what. God, I don't even know what 40, 50, 60, 70 years we didn't enter into a war and he actually created peace in the Middle East. And so it's a miracle. Yeah. I mean, what we've seen so far, I mean, is he's just done everything that he said he would do. And, you know, when he has these options available for sure. So he could go, you know, heavy with uh, with the military if he wanted to. A lot of people were speculating that he's already putting that in place with, you know, with the vaccines using the military to deploy, saying that he's putting these people in place, you know, to do some kind of arrests and whatnot. But what we're seeing, though, is these people are definitely exposing themselves. And what I would love to see 
is you know like financial um, audits into all of the Congress people, all of the uh, Senate, anybody that's an elected official. I would love to see you know how compromised they are and their immediate family. You saw that they did that to Trump, right? Well, why can't we do that to Congress? Why can't we do that to the Senate? Because as you see with like Mitch, cocaine Mitch, you know he was worth like what 100, 200 grand when he took office. Now he's worth tens of millions. Look at Biden, right? I mean, oh yeah. Hunter. I mean, look at, you know, look at his brother, James. You see the close ties between Biden and how he's, it looks like he's bought and paid for by the CCP. Well, how many other people? I mean, you, you look right now, I mean, we just, I just saw breaking news. It looked like that um, the Michigan Secretary of State official is caught on video telling volunteers to count multiple ballots with the very same signature during the audit of votes in Interim County. I mean, yeah. They're just doing this stuff right in plain sight. I mean, it's just so evil and so corrupt what all these elected officials are doing. I mean, you look at Ratzberger, you look at, you know, Kemp, you look at all these people, you know, how much money do you think they got? I mean, you can see Lynn Woods, he's accused them of being, you know, corrupt and on the payroll of the CCP. You know, I would love to see that come out at some time in the next year, uh, because I think that would really... I think that would be a big cleansing of Congress and Senate when they're able to actually determine how corrupt these people are and how for all these years they've been working for themselves and against the people. Mm. And this is really, again, it, it breaks down to global, globalism versus you know, nationalism. And you're right that when whatever Trump does, when he is you know, reconfirmed, there's definitely going to be that globalism um, strike on the American people where there's going to be rioting. You've seen it. I mean, you can see what they do with Antifa and all these other different um, groups that are on their payroll. And we know that Antifa was on Soros's payroll. I mean, you can see the videos back in the day where Antifa was chanting, you know, George Soros, where's my money, right? You know, pay yeah. us. Soros. I mean, you know, you could see with his uh, connections to like the brick companies, you can see the connections with Gates. You can see this. This is like a globalist attack where they're trying to stomp out, you know, the American way of life and put some crazy 1984 thing in place. And so this has to happen now. This can't happen later. We can't wait for Trump, you know, to like run in 2024 and just take a knee now and just say, oh, it's okay, guys, we'll, we'll vote these guys out of office when every time you turn around, whether it's solar winds or whether it's Dominion or ESNS, all these different ways, you know, that uh, voting has been compromised. We'll never have a say again. This is yeah. it. So, um, you know, for people, you know, I always get people that ask me, you know, what, what do I do? What do I do? And I always say that, you know, you, you call your congressman, you call your senators, you call your local represent, representatives, you, you go to these rallies, you go to these protests, you make sure that you speak out and you let people know, you know, how you feel. Uh, but this, this has to change. So I just wonder how much longer, uh, if he's just going to go the full route through the Constitution and see where it takes him. You know, or again, if he's going to uh, implement this this EO, because I think um, I think he's kind of laying, he's kind of putting his cards down to where it kind of looks that way, especially with Pompeo taking action today. Yep. The EO report issuance uh, supposed to be today, but you know we know that he talked with Miller today. We know that he talked with Ezra. So you know, between Ezra, between Miller, uh, between Pompeo, you can see that something is definitely happening, and um, I think it's going to. I really don't see any other way. Um, than using the military in some form to kind of clean up this mess because dude look around i mean we can't trust any of our congress people for the most part anymore our senators i know we have some good ones out there right but it seems to me like we have in at least in this instance we have more bad than good i believe in general you know like here in in the world i believe there's more good people than bad people definitely 
but you know, right now, man, I just not in government. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, we're definitely seeing that uh, this stuff is, you know, super corrupt. So, you know, something has to happen. You know, something has to happen here and it's got to happen quick. I know that January 20th is really the only date that matters. Uh, a lot of people were freaking out about January 6th. Um, what do you think? I mean, do you think um, January 6th really matters? I mean, obviously it matters to an extent, but do you think it's it's a wrap at that point or uh, like the Constitution says, high noon on uh, the 20th of January? I think, I mean, high noon on the 20th of January is really the only one that truly matters. Now, also, I just want to say, Frank Johnson said he misses me. Uh, hey, buddy, I'm still making shows. You just got to go to my website, redpill78news.com. And uh, I still have the same schedule. The live streams are still the same. The streams are on DLive, Twitch, puresocial.tv, and pilled.net. But all of them air right there on my website. So if you want to find my videos, you can go there and then get to all of the different places where I'm publishing, which is BitChute, Rumble, Odyssey. And there's going to be some new ones coming up. Gab TV, hopefully, uh, in just you know a day or so. Um, now, you know, I, I think that uh, January 6th could sort it in Congress. Um, I think that at least uh, one person is going to object uh, to the certification of those electors, you know, based upon the clear and overwhelming evidence of, of fraud. I mean, the uh, shenanigans all. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, frankly, I, I think they're shenanigans. Um, yeah. So all of that. But, uh, you know, we have until I mean, if God, if we take it to January 20th, if you know, if that is the day that that would truly be the precipice. But I, I gosh, I sure hope that it doesn't have to go that far. But yes, President Trump is preparing all of this stuff behind the scenes uh, so that if and when we institute this executive order, it's going to be swift and, and decisive. Now. I I'm I believe that this uh, intrusion, this uh, this uh, this breach that we've had of solar winds, I mean, it's an act of war, you know. And you know, again, just defying logic, uh, the media is out there talking about Russia being in our systems. Uh, you know, maybe Russia is in there, but I mean, let's be honest here. China is doing this, okay? China is in our government. They're the ones with their finger on the nuclear buttons at this point. You know, I mean, they've got access to everything and it's not the first time they've breached into our systems and stolen the information, whether it's top secret, uh, you know, stuff that they don't want people to know or the information of uh, Americans and veterans. And, uh, you know, I, I, I believe that President Trump is extremely thorough. So he's going to have all of these different chess pieces laid out on the board and ready to move uh, when it's necessary. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I believe that they're going to make sure that every single legal uh, and procedural avenue has, has been, you know, tried at the very least before he just comes in. Now, you know, I mean, he's the, he's the president of the United States. He has access to every single piece of raw intelligence. DNI Radcliffe has just as much access to everything. So, you know, all they would really, all he really has to do is go on TV, you know, ha with that report in hand and say, guess what? This election was completely rigged. It was completely unfair. And we're going to have another election. You know, if, if he really wants to appease the people on the left or appease the swamp, you know, we're going to have another election. Only this time it's going to be run by the military. 
you have to show proof of citizenship in order to vote and everybody only gets to vote once and you must vote in person. And, I, you know, that would be a, a pretty easy way to show that President Trump was the, the clear winner. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, Radcliffe made a startling you know, statement the other day saying that there might not be a Biden administration. I mean, obviously, I don't think there's going to be a Biden. But for him to come out and say that, I to say Pompeo's. that Pompeo's is even better. No, there's what, what did Pompeo say? There's going to be a smooth transition into the Trump campaign. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, that was brilliant, too. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, these guys know what's up. They know what happened and they know who assisted and they know who was, uh, you know, selling out our country and our own government. So, you know, they're they're going to try to do it without bloodshed. Unfortunately, Gab is into the app stores. The tech giants know you. You can save it to your homepage as an app. And when you tap that icon, it opens up just as if if it's an app. You don't have to have the app from the app store. And you guys, if you have any questions about Gab, I would highly recommend watching my uh, me and methods interview with Andrew Torba. I will drop that into the chat. And you guys can watch that. Andrew Torba is a great guy. I know you know Andrew as well. Uh, and, um, you know, yeah, if full, you're not on Gab. Yeah, full, disclosure, uh, full disclosure, I'm actually a part owner of Gab. So just for oh. people that. Okay, sweet. But yeah, you should, you guys, make sure you're on Gab. If you're not on Gab, get on Gab. I, I post on Twitter just like I posted. I post, post on Gab just like I posted on Twitter. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be great once Andrew gets, uh, you know, Gab TV up there and live. It's It's been an incredible place. Yeah. Uh, I invested in it back in 16 or 17, something like that. So, yeah, it's incredible um, where what he's been able to do under the adversity he's he's been under. I mean, he's been kicked off all the app stores. So, mm -hmm. the, I mean, the, the amount of web traffic that he gets to it every month is it's it's crazy. It's it's much higher than a lot of these uh, legacy media sites. So he's doing a great job over there. And I'm sure that uh, once Gab TV is uh, finished and he gets all the little bugs worked out of it, it's going to be an incredible spot and, and a rival, I would I would hope uh, yeah. to YouTube. So absolutely. Yeah, no, I think it's going to be. And it, it's it's exactly what we've been waiting for, in my opinion. You know, I mean, this is going to be the first true rival to YouTube. And, you know, it's already loaded with, uh, you know, tons of patriots. And it's very similar in um, uh, the layout and the way it behaves when it, when compared to Twitter. But it has a lot of other really good stuff that Twitter doesn't have. And uh, I think it's perfect. I, I love Gab, you know, and, you know, you guys just remember Gab is another social media platform, which is a rival to Twitter. It's been around since 2016. I've been on there since they opened up and you should definitely sign up. Um, keep in mind that uh, Gab has been kicked off of every legacy um, you know, service that you have to have. If you are a website, if you're on the internet, they have been removed, they have been kicked off, they have been banned. And so Andrew and his people have built up this infrastructure on their own so that they cannot be canceled or removed ever again. And I think that they're going to be creating the foundation for other patriots to come along and do the same thing and set up outside of this established ecosystem that we have with the app store on Apple and, and the Google play store, you know, we we've done, I think as much as we can within the system. And I think we're reaching that point where it's time for us to step outside of it and create something to fully rival it and, you know, 
I, I want to put these people out of business. I want to put uh, Jack at, at uh, Twitter out of business. I want to put Susan at, uh, you know, this platform out of business. You know, that's, that's uh, just me being as honest as I possibly can. So thank you to everybody who has followed me over to those other platforms already. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, they're definitely, um, they're just getting better with time. One of the things that they definitely need to work on too is, is a payment gateway. Um, you know, there's lots of different ways to do it, yep. but you know, I, they've, they've even been taken away. I think their their means to get traditional payments, whether it's wire or PayPal or, it's true. or I think where I think they just, I saw somebody in the chat say, you got taken off of PayPal. Yesterday, while I was live on the air with with Occam's Razor, yes, they uh, they said that after a, a review, we've decided that you can no longer do business on PayPal any longer. So um, I know that there were people who sent donations like during the show and they, they showed me the receipts and they, they didn't arrive. So I don't know if those people are going to get their money back or if uh, PayPal, they said, if there's any money left in your account after 180 days, you can contact us to see how you can get that money, which is just garbage. But, you know, wow. I've still got Cash App, which I don't really care for, but it's the only one out there where you don't have to put your full legal name uh, out there for people to see. And they don't take any uh, cut of the transaction. It's it's like, you know, I mean, it's like crypto. It's just, you know, P2P and people just, uh, you know, uh, giving, you know, donations and money back and forth. Um, and, but I do have a, a Stripe account. So on my website, I have a donation page, redpill78news.com forward slash donate. And you can go in there and you can give a one-time donation using your, your credit or debit card, uh, or you can sign up to, uh, to support me monthly. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, that's outside of the ecosystem of Patreon or um, Subscribestar. For whatever reason, I haven't been deleted from Patreon yet. And I think it's because I let them know that if they deleted me uh, and deprived me of my ability to reach my uh, my followers, I would be taking legal action. Um, and uh, the, the reason that I felt so comfortable saying that is because uh, other creators have done that very same thing very recently. Owen Benjamin sued them successfully. And uh, within Patreon's own terms of service, if there is a case brought against them, they are legally obligated to enter into binding arbitration with you and every one of your followers who joins the lawsuit. So, you know, I had uh, 700 uh, followers on Patreon. Uh, that's somewhere over $2 million that they would be forced to just fork out just to show up at a table with us. And uh, they, you know, they, they didn't delete me, we'll say. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get you into crypto though, brother. We got to get you in crypto. I've, I've got all the crypto stuff on my website too, you know? So it basically, you know, all of the, all of the, the big stuff. And I, I actually have a problem with my Monarch wallet. I keep forgetting to talk to you about it, but yeah. it, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss it after the show. <laughs> sure. Yeah, definitely. If you got any, any, any issues, we'll definitely yeah. work through. So yeah, so much stuff going on, man. So much stuff going on. So as far as, um, you know, like, what do you think about SCOTUS? What do you think about Roberts? You think that's the, you think that uh, you think that's true? The yelling and screaming that they heard through the wall, yeah. where he's talking about, you know, just basically punt it, or is it uh, on Zero Edge, where you know they basically say that, you know, they they've been doing all their meetings remotely. That never happened. What, any thoughts on that? Any thoughts on how compromised our SCOTUS is punting all these cases? Well, I think that John Roberts is. Almost certainly, uh, you know, I don't I can only say with 99 percent certainty because I don't have any direct knowledge of it. But 
I do uh, believe that Roberts is completely compromised. Now, whether it's because he's a, a deviant or it's because he uh, adopted his children illegally from an Eastern European country, I don't know. Um, we, you know, we don't know for certain that the John Roberts on the flight logs is is this John Roberts, um, but I think it's likely uh, because he's part of that um, you know uh, elite power structure, and that's who Jeffrey liked to uh, you know uh, buddy up to. Um, you know, I I don't know. I, I I don't have any reason to believe that that story is is fiction because I mean I believe that was a Texas legislator who was telling that story. So, I mean, unless he was given incorrect information, I mean, it's a little dramatic. Uh, I don't know why they would choose to make that up. Um, but, you know, I mean, just because they are doing the hearings remotely doesn't mean that they do, doesn't mean that they don't meet in person for like other things, you know? Um, the remote hearings themselves would involve the plaintiffs and the defendants in the cases that are brought before them. So I can, you know, I know that those are remote, but that doesn't mean that SCOTUS isn't meeting in person to decide uh, on, you know, what cases they are going to take up. I, I believe that that is probable that that actually did happen. Um, you know, I can see Roberts declining to, to take that up. I'm a little, uh, disappointed in, uh, in Gorsuch and, and, uh, Barrett and Kavanaugh, um, you know, if they would have sided with Alitas and Alito and Thomas, then, you know, we would have that case before the Supreme court. I believe that Texas did have standing in that case. I think that that was a good case. You know, these illegal actions of these States, uh, by people like Rafsenberger and, uh, and Ducey and, and Kemp, uh, the, the actions they took, uh, these extra constitutional illegal actions that they took to change the the system that is in place there, which is, you know, it, it it's created through the legislature. The legislature has the ultimate authority and they created new rules and laws outside of that legislative body. It's completely illegal. So, you know, I, I think that they did disenfranchise everybody else who did it correctly everybody else who did vote for Trump and they disenfranchised their own voters within the state by allowing people like Stacey Abrams uh, to harvest all those votes and completely steal the election, at least in uh, appearance for Joe Biden. Uh, and not to mention the, the uh, evidence that we have against Dominion, you know, I, Dominion and Smartmatic are both hitting back. I guess Dominion sent uh, like a cease and desist letter to Sidney Powell asking her to retract her defamatory statements. I know that Smartmatic put out uh, uh, a statement asking people to retract what they called defamatory statements uh, about their, uh, you know, not only their, their history and their pedigree, if you will, where they started out, but, you know, what they've done in the past. You know, um, there's a, a, an email from uh, Bill Clinton, uh, I believe it was uh, one of his uh, assistants. It's been going around for a while, and uh, but now people are really starting to take notice of it. There, I believe it was an email to Bill Clinton about the success of these uh, Smartmatic voting machines back, you know, uh, I believe in the uh, late 2000s or early 2010s. Uh, but they were talking about the success in the Philippines. Well, man, that was a, a tremendous you know, just like, you know, just, you know, the, 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 the election itself was uh, a complete, 
uh, an utter sham. And the Philippine people and the government were really, really upset with the people at Smartmatic. And, you know, they had to, you know, do it over again. And, it, you know, I mean, the only thing that was successful about it is that they were successful in, you know, committing fraud. You know, so, of course, you know, they did the same thing in Haiti. They did the same thing in other countries, you know, and uh, I mean, that was the that was what it was built for, you know. So, uh, you know, the evidence is all there. We just we need these. We need some judge, one judge, you know, and in the case of the Supreme Court, a majority of the justices to to step up and agree to actually hear the evidence. I don't care if we if we're going to have riots from people on the left. Uh, you know, we're going to have riots either way, Justice Roberts. You know, I mean, it doesn't matter who is president in this second, uh, you know, in the next four years, there's going to be riots. You know, if if uh, if Joe Biden does by some, you know, miracle, make it into the office of the presidency, I think the patriots all across the country are going to take to the streets. And then, of course, the people on the left are going to come after us and they're going to cause problems and there will be violence. It's inevitable. I think if President Trump, when President Trump is uh, reconfirmed and gets back into the office of the presidency for a second term, there will certainly be violence be by people on the left. You know, those people are going to be out there causing trouble either way. So, you know, it's inevitable. Let's just, you know, let's face it head on. Uh, it's better to rip the Band-Aid off, in my opinion, especially in this instance. You know, this is it's been going on a long time. You know, it it uh, it's going to continue. Unfortunately, I I, I wish that it was uh, you know finalized and that everything had been taken care of. But you know, I mean, like I said earlier, I mean the the fraud needs to be completely exposed. You know, we have to know, we have to look under every rock. We can't fix it if we don't know that it's broken. You know, I mean that's unfortunately the way that it is. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely know there's going to be riots and it's not because of people like your neighbor. These are people that are, are paid for. You know, these people are, they're paid opposition to go out there and create chaos. They're well-funded, they're well-organized and it's global. This isn't something that's just like your neighbor that helped you put the TV in. He's got a different political view than you, but do you think he's going to be out there with a pitchfork or a, or a shotgun, you know, when Trump is put back in office? I mean, he's in office now. I mean, he's not going to leave. So you know, he's just going to, he'll be reelected hundred percent. But yeah. do you think your neighbor, for instance, is going to be one of those people out there riding in the streets? No way. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. One of my, one of, one of the things that I've said, you know, probably, you know, the, the fame here is probably sick and tired of me saying it, but I've said it, you know, numerous times that I really believe that we're looking at like an 80, 20 uh, scenario where 80% of us are pretty much conservative, right? Yep. Whether they like Trump, love Trump, hate Trump, whatever. They just want to live their lives. They don't want to pay Absolutely. high taxes. They just want to take care of the kids, watch the game, drink a beer with their buddy. They don't want to deal with all this crap. And we've been sleeping. And so that's how these globalists got in and started screwing things up, because I believe the other percentage of the of the country, 20 percent, I would say 19 percent of it is kind of like your neighbor. Right. Where maybe they're socialists, maybe they're just traditional Democrats, you know, but then you got that one percent. And those are the crazies. Those are the AOCs. Those are the mm -hmm. Antifa types. And because of the media, the way that it's set up, whether it's digital, whether it's you know social, whether it's legacy, all the media that we have out there just has a big lens and at a big and a big spotlight, and it just shines it on that one percent, and it just tells the shows the entire world this is America. And a lot of people believe that, and so they think that their voice doesn't count. But a lot of people are starting to wake up, and that's why if you look at these polls now, they're saying that you know like seventy percent of Republicans at least you know, are thinking that there was vote shenanigans, right? They're thinking Absolutely. it is not legit. People are starting to wake up to this. And I think we're that same spotlight 
if Trump uses that EO and he uses the same uh, media platforms, he'd be able to really expose all this stuff. And I just wonder how much he actually knows. And if those 217,000 indictments, so sealed indictments, are what he knows. And, I, you know, there's just a part of me, man, that just everybody, you know, not, not just me, everybody out there is like, when, you know, when are we going to see some arrests? You know, my wife, that's one of the things that she always asks me, right? When am I going to see some arrests? Mm-hmm. Klein Smith, you know, like that little, you know, slap on the wrist type thing. When are we going to see some legitimate arrests? When are we going to see some of these traitors, you know, actually, you know, do some time or, or be tried, you know, for, for what's happening. I just wonder when Trump is going to, is going to, you know, expose all this stuff. You talked about him going on TV and exposing. It's like, yeah, that's great. But in our current environment, he's got what Newsmax and OAN, (laughs) you know what I mean? Exactly. Cover it. So I, I've always thought that there needs to be something kind of like, happening in parallel to where he, you know, takes over, uses the power of the EO, takes over the media, so to speak, and then shows people, you know, what's really been going on as he's kind of draining the swamp, like in parallel at the same time. So you're watching it. People understand why it has to happen, why it's happening. And then the draining is going on. And maybe that's when those sealed indictments become unsealed. And, you know, maybe we start seeing some arrests. Maybe that's just hopium right there. Um, I try not to. I try not to do hopium because I already know where it's going. I already know all the the options that he has, and it's always in victory. But we still want to see people have to uh, face, you know, the crimes that, that, that they're guilty of. We want to see that uh, there's actually, you know, there's there's a for you know for for being a criminal. We want to make sure that you know if if we did this, we would be in jail. But they do this, and they're out free, running the country. It's like this doesn't work. This is this is this is uh, very broke. This is very broken, and we definitely need uh, the swamp to start being drained. What say you? <laughs> is, uh, give me just one second. I, there's uh, I, there's a package at my door. I have to yeah, go yeah, into the door. I'll, I'll be right back. No problem. Take your time. So everybody out there, love you. God bless you. It's always great to hang out with everybody here. See lots of questions here and lots of uh, lots of love. So, you know, love you back big time. You know, lots of questions here that are saying, um, you know, Ruby Freeman. So for programmers out there, you know, Ruby on rails or Ruby off the rails. You know, we, we heard that, that she's uh, lawyered up. Um, I don't have definitive proof that she's actually turned and is under, um, you know, I guess a protective custody yet and going to be used against uh, either Georgia or just the whole vote shenanigans. Right now, we've just heard mostly rumors, but that would be really exciting, too. Uh, have you heard about whether Ruby um, is in protective custody? Um, you know, the people that were there in uh, Fulton County. Uh, in Georgia, that were caught on film. What it looks, what appears <laughs> to anybody with half a brain is vote shenanigans. Have you heard anything about Ruby? I, I heard that rumor. I know that she lawyered up, um, but I, I haven't seen anything specific saying that she is going to turn state's evidence. Now, if she's, you know, has half a brain, you know, she would go ahead and do that. But um, I, I, yeah, I haven't seen anything specific. Now, somebody in the chat wanted to know when I was going to add more content to Red Pill. 78.tv every day uh through the week my uh my daily videos go up there so yesterday there was one i don't do red pill news on friday saturday and sunday um also my live streams from last week were added this week as well um just maybe i should let people in on the process here so people understand how much time i'm putting into this Um, just the process of making my daily videos is like an eight to 10 hour process because I have to, I have to write 
what I'm going to say, write the script. I have to research what I'm going to put in the videos. You produce I have it, to, you script it out and everything. You don't do. just roll it you know? <laughs> I have to film it. Then I have to edit it. Then once it's exported, I have to convert it to a smaller package so that I can upload it to these other platforms. With YouTube, you could just upload it and they would transcode it and make it smaller. So I, by not being on YouTube, it's a couple of extra hours that gets added onto the process. And then for the redpill78.tv, I have to remove my sponsor ad. Um, so I have to export it again and then convert it again. Um, and then I also have the podcast that I have to extract the audio from and then upload that. Uh, there's also the creation of the cards uh, for the podcast and for the regular show. Um, also, remember, during the week, I have two days that I do live streams during the day. So then those shows also have to be exported and then um, uploaded to my regular um, platforms. That'd be Rumble, BitChute, and Odyssey. Um, and uh, I don't I don't upload everything to redpill78.tv. Um, it's mostly just Red Pill News. And then I've just started doing the, the weekend streams. And it's it's just a matter of um, the uh, all of the time. I, I simply don't have enough time to do it. And I don't always get a chance to upload all of the shows that I've done to all of those other platforms as well. Um, but, um, you know, you can watch everything that I've done on my website, but it's got the sponsor commercials in it. Redpill78.tv uh, is just my, my regular content. And then I do special shows on there that are only available on redpill78.tv. Um, now, if anybody is a member there and you have an issue, you're not seeing the videos, if you go to the website, redpill78.tv, and um, you, can, you can get dedicated customer service through that website, please don't email me with your tech support questions or questions about why you're not seeing things because I can't help you. I don't have access to the system. And um, I'm just going to you know, send you over to the, the customer service through the website. I, I pay them to do that. Um, and I pay them to host the videos and I pay them to, to have everything on there. Um, so uh, please get a hold of them directly. They, they are better equipped to help you. But by having all by having six different places every single day that I have to upload and then Keep in mind, I got to make the web page each day for the videos. Every time I have a video that comes out, I have to make the web page for that and then uh, and then upload it to the website. I also have to test it, make sure that it works and stuff. Sometimes when there are um, updates uh, to various browsers, things stop working. And then, you know, so I got to make sure that it works in as many different places as possible. So I get started about 9 a.m. every day. And I usually don't end until like eight or nine o'clock at night. And sometimes I have to take a break and then go back at like midnight and do it. Like after I've had time to eat, I usually don't even get a chance to eat until like, you know, that time of the day, because I'm working so hard to get the videos out on all of these different platforms. So um, I apologize if you are having any issues or, you know, there are people who have trouble finding the videos on the website or, uh, you know, they're so used to getting notifications from YouTube, they don't realize that I've put videos out on all of these other platforms. So um, all I ask is that you guys remember my schedule, uh, which is Red Pill News, Monday through Thursday, 
around 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It might be a little later. It might be a little earlier. So if you just check wherever it is you like to watch the videos around that time, then you can see them. Occam's Razor is 1.30 every Tuesday and Thursday. The Friday night live stream is 10 p.m. Eastern. Saturday night is 9 p.m. Eastern. Sunday night is 7 p.m. Eastern. And then, you know, within the next 24 hours, I try to have that live stream up on the website and all of the other platforms. I just, I can't, somebody emailed me the other day and said, you really should make sure that you have this on your website by 6 p.m. Eastern. Well, you know, as soon as I get done with the live stream, I have to immediately start making my regular video for that day if I want that one to come out at 6 p.m. So, you know, there's a lot of scheduling that goes on here. And then I'm also trying to make sure that I have my guests lined up for the weekend. It's become far more difficult now that I'm not on Twitter. Like people don't necessarily, I can't, like, I don't have any bona fides, you know, I mean, I can't point to something and say, you know, here you can check out my stuff and, you know, you can tell that I have subscribers and I have followers and, you know, there are people who, you know, who can vouch for the work that I've done. All of that got erased, you know, so it's like I have to, I have to help people get to know me, you know, I mean, if I'm just emailing somebody out of the blue and saying, you know, hey, I would love to have you on the show. I, I can't so easily point to a link for an interview that I did with somebody that maybe they would, um, you know, find to be reputable. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a much longer process to do absolutely everything. And then of course, you know, I have a personal life that I try to, uh, at least do something with on a daily basis. Red pill girlfriend has been incredibly patient with me uh throughout this entire process obviously she's my number one fan number one supporter um and you know if i had any wish in this world it's that i could spend more time just focusing on her um but at the same time you know we're in the middle of a war right now that's how i feel we're in the middle of a war and uh i i can't stop doing what i'm doing you know i mean there are Many people who have uh, been put into the position that I have and uh, were unable to immediately pick it up and start doing it in another way like I have, you know, so um, I, you know, obviously, you know, the show is my number one thing that I'm paying attention to every day simply because it's, um, you know, I, I mean, this is, I mean, it's my life, you know, I mean, I, I'm pale guys, you know, I don't get to go outside all that often. Um, you know, basically when I do, it's, it's, uh, it's driving up to the store or something like that. So, um, yeah, yeah. If you guys, uh, I would appreciate everybody's help and understanding that, uh, I am working so hard to get this stuff out and I'm working hard to continue delivering quality content. But, um, you know, if there is a day where I don't, where I'm not going to do a show, I'm going to put the notification out on, on Gab or on Parler on both, you know, uh, and then, um, you know, and then I, I didn't even mention subscribe star and, uh, Patreon, you know, I gotta, I gotta put my notif I put my notifications out on every day on Gab, Parler, subscribe star, Patreon, super fans, clout hub, pill.net. That's seven websites right there that I have to announce that I've got a video out. And then, uh, you know, and then all the other ones that I, I mentioned previously where the shows are actually airing. So, uh, sometimes I forget, sometimes I forget things, you know, cause I have a lot going on to try to keep everything 
uh, straight. You know, it, it was so easy before when it was just Twitter and YouTube. It was so much simpler, but yeah, it is what it is. God bless you, man. God bless you and all that you do. Yeah. You know, so much work goes into what you're doing. And, you know, of course, now not being on YouTube, having to get it to all these different platforms is, you know, excruciating. And it's a lot of work. Hopefully there'll be some kind of hub where you upload it to one and it'll send to all. That would be yeah. a great way to do it. I mean, but, I've, yeah, I've, I've often said that that would just, that would be a, a godsend. Please, Jesus, deliver it. <laughs> We sure love and appreciate you, man. And thank you for you know all that you do and for bringing on all the great guests that you do. You, I try to tune in, you know, whenever I can, at least once or twice a week, and uh, you know, see who you got on there and what they, uh, you know, what information they're bringing to the world. So it's, it's always great, man. You know, it's always great. Um, you know, back on on Roberts though, man, um, Lynn Wood, man, you know, he's the top defamation, you know, attorney probably in existence, you know, ever was probably ever will be. Did you see his tweets? This was on the 17th. It was talking about, this is from Lynn Wood right here in his tweet. It says in discussing uh, with, you know, Donald Trump in phone conversation um, on 819, Justice John Roberts stated that he would make sure that the mother effer would never be reelected. Roberts engaged in a phone conversations with Justice Stephen Breyer discussing how to work to get Trump voted out. Then he said, uh, this may be the most important tweet of my life. Uh, Chief Justice Roberts is corrupt and should resign immediately. Justice Stephen Breyer should also resign immediately. They are anti-Trumpers dedicated to preventing public from knowing truth of the DJT re-election. So, th I mean, that is the top defamation attorney on the planet, basically calling these people out. So, Maybe he's not the guy on the Epstein flight logs. Maybe he's not on the Lolita Express. But why? I mean, you know, I think he knows something. Otherwise, he wouldn't be saying something like that. Yeah. And I know Hispanic and Dominion, they throw out those cease and desist letters. But that is just to save face. That is just, I believe, anyways, it is just for them to look like they're trying to be proactive and keeping their name up, you know, while they're going through this mess. Uh, because what harm What harm does that do other than make them look a little good? Yeah. Uh, found out to be completely fraudulent like so many reports that we've seen yeah that is uh shocking to hear that no i did not see that uh that was yesterday right yesterday was the yeah. 17th no you know and, and again you know i not not having my my twitter account to keep up with this stuff it makes it so much more difficult um but um yeah to imagine that he would say that uh, my question is, how did Lynn Wood get that information? Where did he hear that from? You know, yeah. so, somebody asked me last night if I thought that Lynn Wood and Sidney Powell uh, were getting, uh, uh, you know, security briefings in some fashion. You know, there was some information that they were being given. That kind of makes me think that, yeah, he, he might be. But I also know uh, that uh, he, he it's very possible that people could be giving him information just kind of you know as tips and stuff but i have seen, uh have you seen their actual lawsuits where it has classified portions of it where it comes from military intelligence i i mean i i was aware of that but no i have not looked at uh those classified portions that's pretty sweet oh, no, not either am i <laughs> they're classified but i'm just saying they're in there so obviously she must have some type of security clearance to know things to hear things to be pretty yeah. That we're not right. I was thinking that I was. I, I asked that last night. You know, because uh, you know, if especially General Flynn, you know, I mean, it's uh, extremely likely that as rep as he was as she was representing him, uh, he would need to disclose certain classified things to her. 
And it's very possible she had to get a security clearance just for that purpose. Um, and um, yeah, so it's, yeah, totally very possible. I would, uh, I would love to see uh, John Roberts step down. And, uh, you know, Stephen Breyer, he's old enough to let's, you know, go ahead and move on out of there. Uh, if we could have seven Supreme Court justices or more that uh, President Trump had uh, had put there on the court, man, that would be so amazing. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, it doesn't surprise me. I, I mean, I, I think that, like I said, it's it's totally obvious to anybody looking that John Roberts is compromised. You know, I mean, they have something on him. Uh, it would be a far better thing uh, if all of this blackmail material was released. You know, President Trump has said numerous times, you know, that uh, that he wanted to fully release all of the uh, all the classified stuff, just declass everything. Uh, please put it out there. Let's go ahead and just completely release these people from their shackles. You know, if the information is out there in the wild, nobody can blackmail them anymore. And if they've done something illegal, then we'll go ahead and take action against them. If they need to resign, then go ahead and get them out of office, get them out of whatever position it is that they're in. And we can put somebody in there who is a patriot, somebody who is going to be uh, ha having the, the the best. Oh, wow. I just realized that we can see the, the different chats for the various platforms inside yeah. <laughs> the thing that we're using here. That yeah, is yeah, so cool. Yeah, we got DLive, we got Twitch, we got Facebook, we got... Uh, periscope yeah we're, we're all over the place uh streaming live to everybody got got a lot of people here in the family all hanging out with us so wow. love you all god bless you yeah, and i guess space force just changed its name and just got rebranded what guess, is that <laughs> mike pence just uh announced the new name for uh space force it's called guardians so maybe it's gonna be like guardians of the galaxy or just guardians Jeez, <laughs> guardians of the galaxy no doubt man yeah, i like the galaxy I, I put that part in he just called it guardians one word guardians so, yeah, looks like soldiers, sailors, airmen, marines, and just announced by Mike Pence, Guardians. So, that one Space Force. It's been rebranded on its first birthday as Guardians. So, I thought that was interesting. I try to keep, I mean, there's so much stuff that just happens every single second of the day. It seems like it's just crazy. And But with Roberts and them, I mean, what really disappointed me was like, uh, you know, like Kavanaugh and, and Amy Comey Berry. They didn't stand with like Thomas, right, or Alito. That was you know, that was kind of a, a kick to the sack, you know, it was just, um, it's like, man, uh, it looks like SCOTUS is compromised, but I, I have a ton of um, high hopes. I hope for, <laughs> that's my hopium for ACB because, you know, just seeing her in her, in her hearings and how she conducted herself and how intelligent she is and so incredible she is. I got really high hopes for her. I, I would have loved to have seen her as uh, the chief justice. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that would have been great. Yep. And it is. So, um, I remember we had uh, a lot of people have been asking in the chat too uh, previously about uh, voting, re redoing the vote uh, using blockchain. And remember how um, I was oh, on yeah. your show. I can't remember when it was. I was on your show back in July or September or something like that when we were talking about the uh, the, the USPS and their 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 pseudo you know blockchain type voting system. And and I got a lot of people mad at me when I said it wouldn't be ready and you really wouldn't want it anyways. And we saw that it it didn't actually happen. Well, a lot of people were still hoping uh, for, you know, for blockchain to 
you know, be a part of our voting system. What say you, man? Do you think we should be using a lot of uh, technology and electronics and things that could be compromised by one person or bad code or go old school, man, and use paper ballots and make sure that every vote counts? And I know I framed that in kind of a bad way, but I mean, I think that it is it's totally possible to use uh, a blockchain technology and do it right so it's safe. Um, but I, I think that as of right now, the only way that we can be certain is if we do one person, one vote, we have paper ballots and we have a national voter ID. Uh, I think that that right now is the only safe and secure way we can go ahead and do this. Now for the future, I can see a, a blockchain technology that, uh, that we can use that would allow us to do this in a, in a safe and secure manner. Um, you know, and we talked about it on the air. I mean, there is a way to do it, but uh, you know, this is uh, unfortunately right now, I mean, there's too much on the line and uh, I'm not really interested in implementing some unproven technology uh, when we've got absolutely everything on the line. Yeah, I hear you. And I'd like to take it a step further and have National Guard there because they're people of the community, basically from every point, you know what I mean? From the very beginning where they're showing the, the driver's license or whatnot, verifying that they're an actual citizen, actually able to vote actually from that community yeah. to where the ballot gets put in the box, to where the box gets transferred, to where the box gets emptied and the ballots are you know counted and then the, the numbers are, are put forth for all to see. I'd, I'd want the National Guard there and people from both parties. I think that, you know, that's a lot more tedious, but I think you need to get it right. I think it's not going to be as efficient as any kind of, you know, technology-based system, but you got to get it right. <laughs> Look at the mess we're in. You know, I mean, if the if the the claims about all these voting machines, you know, are correct, well, when you push a button for Trump, you're getting 0.75 of a vote, mm -hmm. you know, but if you push Biden, it's 1.25. Or when the when you before you even start voting, they already have 35,000 votes to basically every Democrat, you know, candidate from the dog catcher to the president. <laughs> and, you know, just, I mean, it, you don't know what you're doing. You push a button and you see right there in the user experience, the user interface, and it looks like, okay, yeah, I went to that guy. But on the back end, it goes to somebody else. And then that information is sent to another country. And then they do all kinds of wonky stuff to it. I just think, you know, you just stupid, simple, man. Paper ballots, you treat the ballots like federal, like federal reserve notes. Exactly. The level of care that goes into creating like a dollar bill would go into each ballot. They would be controlled, you know, by the government. The election's controlled by the government, not by Facebook. I mean, mm -hmm. they spent more money than the whole freaking federal federal election, you know, putting this stuff into place you know, from, from what I've seen. $500 and, you know, million dollars just from Zuckerberg yeah. alone. Yeah, Phil Klein's going out there and, you know, just breaking it all down for people. But did you see that Zuckerberg has been selling a lot of his stock? Um, I don't know if a lot of people are saying he's fleeing. I, it doesn't look to me like enough, you know, stock that, that would be him fleeing. But have you seen um, where there's uh, videos and, and all kinds of, uh, I guess, uh, footage of, of him, um, you know, selling Facebook's, Facebook stock uh, recently? I think like within the past, you know, few weeks. I was not aware of that, but uh, that's, you know, highly reminiscent of the CEO of SolarWinds and, you know, their CTO and others on the board of directors doing the exact same thing. Uh, you know, he could be hedging his bent, you know, just maybe dumping half of what he's got. Or, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, he could probably dump 10% of what he's got and he would, uh, you know, gain hundreds of millions of dollars. I, I don't know how much he has, but I'm sure he has a lot. Um you know, if he is dumping his stock to completely divest, then he may be aware that something is on the horizon. 
uh, or, you know, it could just be that he's playing it safe. He wants to at least recapture some of that money before, you know, the, the possibility of something happening. I mean, it, it, it's not a stupid idea. And for everybody who is involved in this stuff, you know, like I was saying for the United States, I mean, we have to posture as if we're going to go to war with China or that we're going to go to war with somebody. We must be ready for that because obviously we don't want another Pearl Harbor, uh, you know, or some other uh, instance of, uh, of us being attacked by a foreign nation. So we have to be ready at all times. Um, you know, in the same way, you know, Zuckerberg might be like, eh, you know, I don't know if we're going to get away with this. So we're going to go ahead and I'm going to divest of, you know, a, a portion of what I've got uh, just in case Facebook does get completely tanked and I lose all of the money that I have uh, wrapped up in this stuff. Um, but just because he's selling doesn't mean that he knows something is going to happen. I can't imagine that uh, that if he fleed, then he wouldn't get too far. Now, I had heard that President Trump was going to be announcing some pardons today, but I haven't I haven't heard anything on that front. Um, it would uh, it would be very interesting uh, to, to, you know, to have a big announcement like, you know, Assange. And, you know, if, even if he if he pardons Snowden, you know, I mean, let's have Snowden testify against, uh, you know, whoever his his overlords were, be that Brennan or Clapper, other people who were in the Obama administration. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, if Zuckerberg sold everything off and tried to run, I don't imagine that he would get too far, really. I mean, the the, the, the world is uh, controlled by technology at this point. And, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of stones that have to be unturned, uh, you know, in, in the in the wake of all of this. Many, many people are, are, are going to be paying for what they've done. Yeah, that's that is uh, definitely the idea for sure. Yeah, well, the the pardons would be great, um, especially for Julian. You know, we heard possibly Snowden uh, people. And again, we have mixed mixed views on that. Uh, and another one I heard about was um, Russ Albright. Um, you know, with uh, Silk Road. So I've actually met his mom uh, several times, uh, Lynn Albright, at different uh, crypto uh, conferences and things like that. So I, I heard about those three. I don't know whether or not. You know, it's going to happen. I mean, it's up to Trump, obviously, but uh, that would be exciting for sure if Assange uh, was pardoned uh, just because of all the things that he knows. And, and, a, and a big part of me, and again, this is speculation. This is just hopium here. I hope that Trump knows as much as we all think that he knows. I hope that, you know, he has you know, everything, um, everything is known to him behind the scenes. He is the most powerful person in the world still. So I just hope that he knows, um, everything. And, uh, we're, we're watching this movie. Like we, we keep being told, you know, we're grab the popcorn. You're going to love how this ends. Um, I, even if he doesn't, um, I still know that he wins, but it's going to take longer, I think, to clean this mess up. Um, and, you know, before we wrap up, you know, I've, I've always I always like to end, you know, kind of on a high note and let people know that there's there's absolutely um, a path to victory. We absolutely do win. The only thing I'm not sure about is if we're going to have this swamp drained, um, you know, by the time this all happens, by the time Trump is, um, you know, still just, I guess, uh, you know, um, taking office again, even though he hasn't left. I don't know that we're going to get that big swamp drain that we really want to see, uh, you know, right away. I just, I don't know if it's going to take a year. I don't know if it's going to take till 2022, but I think one of the biggest things he can do and one of the biggest things he said he was going to do is fix the voting system because mm -hmm. I think we can all agree we are screwed without a proper voting system with being able to, you know, show people 
um, how we feel uh, with our voice. When you look at uh, all these recall efforts on, on Gavin Newsom there in California and others, you know, I don't believe he was ever elected, um, you know, legally. I, I believe yeah. that, you know, when we went to sleep at night, you know, the other guy was winning. You know, when we wake up, here's our new governor. And how many times have we seen that happen? Now we're being shown through this election process via like um, even in 2010. Um, I remember a guy, um, you know, David Harmer, he was running against, um, uh, McNerney, which is a Democrat in uh, the San Joaquin Valley area. And uh, at night, Harmer was ahead. He was winning. And then in the morning, guess what? You know, McNerney, he wins. Yep. Uh, again, all this stuff, it always seems really suspect. Really late in the middle of the night, all these votes come in. This is a this is something they've been doing for a very long time. But what I'm getting at is, unless our voting system is fixed, it doesn't really matter. Just like in Georgia, those two senators, you know, we with Laughlin and, and um, was it Purdue, um, we need to make sure that they're elected. But they're not fighting for us and they're not fighting to just make sure they have a lawful legal election. And even if Newsom gets recalled, well, guess what? We're going to have another freaking election using this entire system. So yeah. this has to be fixed. This has to be changed for all the other cool stuff that we want, like a, a free Republic and, and the people that we want to be, um, you know, um, we want elected the people we want to see in office, the people that are legitimately voted into that, that uh, place of leadership actually get there. So, you know, I'm just, I'm not sure about the timelines, man. I never like to, uh, to give dates, but one date I can give you is some, sometime between now and I would say uh, the end of March or April, <laughs> Trump is still going to be our president. Yeah. I even had um, one of our guys, um, I, don't, I don't even know the guy really, just somebody on the, in the blockchain uh, space. I get hit up by people all the time telling me I'm crazy for, for believing in Trump. And I'm like, well, just, you know, just wait, you'll see. Mm -hmm. But now, now they're betting me. So I'm, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. You know, I had a guy hit me up yesterday for 10 grand. So I'm like, well, 10 grand. I mean, you know what? It's like, uh, you know, if, if Trump doesn't make it, it doesn't really matter anyways, because our whole freaking Republic is lost. Right. So yeah, sure. Why not? I'll take that bet. But um, <laughs> that's awesome. You're going to win. <laughs> yeah, I already, I already won 25 grand. I, I'm not a betting guy, dude, but like Jordan Belfort, you know, my buddy, uh, the Wolf of Wall Street, he, uh, you know, he wanted to bet me 25 grand, you know, that uh, what the price of Bitcoin would be. And I don't like to bet people, man. I just bet on people and businesses, but yeah, I'm making some, I'm, it looks like I'm gonna make some good side change, you know, and I'll just put it back into, uh, into the community. I'll just give it away. Like I always do <laughs> whatever awesome. win or get stuff. We just put it back out there for the public. But. Yeah. You know, I think that you're totally right. I mean, Trump is still going to be president. It's uh, it's going to get wrapped up. You know, obviously, we have no idea. Everything that we say about timelines is just pure speculation. And there's nothing more that we can really do. You know, I mean, we just we're along for the ride. Uh, at the end of the day, I have tremendous faith, uh, not only in God, but in President Trump and uh, his his ability to make it through this. I think that he is fully aware of everything that's going on. And I think that, uh, you know, this truly is a movie. I mean, this is a, a, a script that we are watching play out. And uh, unfortunately, as painful as it is, it's it's necessary so that people can truly understand uh, just just how far off the rails our country has gone. And it has to be fixed it, there. I, I, I believe that with the with this fraud being exposed, uh, it, this is the only way that we could get that change to our election system. Uh, if that hadn't happened, then there would have been no impetus. There would have been no reason for us to fix it. You know, there would have been plenty out there who said, you know what? It's worked. It's been just fine this entire time. 
So, you know, we're going to keep it the way it is. But now it's just so clear that uh, it, something has to be changed in a very drastic way. Yeah. But, um, you know, everybody out there that's on the fence, I get people that are, you know, scared all the time, whether it's family, whether it's friends, whether it's, you know, the fam here, um, you know, just keep your chins up. You know, this is, we all know how this is going to end. We know that God wins. We know that we're going to win. I mean, if you just look at all the different things that we have that are that are out there, even going the constitutional path before you get into like the EOs and things like that. I mean, you know, we have like what, Arizona, Maricopa, with where you got Dominion. And what I'm talking about is all these states have very small margins to where if anything's thrown out, like, I don't know, people that don't live in the state, people that are legal aliens, people that, uh, you know, voted more than once, you know, no chain of custody, you know, indefinitely confined, all these different types of things. We just need one court, like a district court or even the Supreme Court to rule on any of these things. You've got like uh, Arizona, you've got, um, what else we got? We got like Nevada, Pennsylvania, Georgia, New Mexico, uh, Wisconsin, you know, and just 10 to 20,000 votes in some of these states would swing it right to Trump. And then we have all these other lawsuits that are out there as well. And this is all just going the legal path. You know, we have like what Lynn Woods and we've got uh, Dr. Shiva. Uh, we've got uh, Phil Klein. We've got Sidney Powell. We've got all of Rudy's uh, things that he's doing. Plus we got that new lawsuit that Phil Klein is bringing up against, uh, you know, Facebook and, mm-hmm. and all that. So, you know, and then at the end of the day, even if we have a complete catastrophic failure of our justice system and they're not doing anything, then Trump, you know, he's got Directive 51. He's yep. got um, his EO, what is it, 13848. And of course, he's got the Insurrection Act. So, yep. you know, Democrats hate to hear that stuff and they'll just call me stupid or, you know, retarded or some crazy stuff that they always do. But they never, ever, ever come back with facts. They just say, show me the evidence. I'm like, OK, no problem. Here's Navarro's 34 page book. You exactly. Know, like, right. <laughs> and then what do they say? You know, you're stupid. It's like, really? That's that's your comeback. These are the people that we're trying to debate or just people that just make uh, personal insults. Look, mm-hmm. we win. We know we win. You know, Trump is going to win. The only thing that I don't know is if we're going to get that uh, that swamp drainage in, in the next few months or if it's going to be the next few years. But anyways, well, here, here's the thing. You know, I mean, if we do it too fast, there's going to be a tremendous power vacuum. You know, and then we're going to be it's going to be open season. We're going to be a very weak as a country because there's going to be no you know, net over us. There's not going to be anybody there to make decisions if we do it all at once. So, you know, I tend to think that it's going to be a, a more gradual process with uh, with just the full swamp being drained. Uh, but I think that, you know, once this is all exposed and President Trump is reconfirmed, then we're probably going to cast a pretty wide net and get a lot of people all at once. But you know, for all of these, uh, uh, all of these swamp creatures to be drained out of there, I think that's going to end up having to take a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, it, it very well could. You know, though we're 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 guessing it might take a, it might take a little while. We're all hoping that two hundred seventeen thousand sealed indictments are you know a way that uh, we we get it done a little bit quicker. But um, yeah, we, we really don't know. But what we do know is, uh, you know, just like just like uh, you know Benjamin Franklin said that there's uh, no gains without pains, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. <laughs> been morphed over the years you know no pain no gain but yeah he's he was the first one that said that there's no gains without pains and they who um my other favorite quote that he has is uh they who can give up essential liberty to obtain a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety so you've been seeing that man with these masks and everything else it's crazy and even on the box now of these masks it's saying it does not protect you from any of these viruses but yet (laughs) <laughs> we're being pushed all this stuff's being pushed down our throat it's it's crazy man it's crazy absolutely crazy, crazy 
But um, yeah, so we're um, obviously people can go to your website to find you. It is always amazing to uh, hang out with you and get your take on things and, and, and everything that you you bring you know to the world, all the value, all the information. You know, it's, it's incredible what you do and what you've been doing. And uh, yeah, we really, really appreciate you, man. So where would you like people to go that see this? And we're also going to take this video too and turn it into a 22 minute uh, clip of sorts. Jason will work on that. He'll edit it. And then we put it up in, on Biz TV where we red pill people there. It's supposed to be business television. It's in 46 million households, you know, on, nice. on AT&T and Comcast and all that type of stuff. But, you know, we've been getting a lot of, a lot of love mail uh, recently because we've been taking these uh, Patriot, uh, you know, talks and putting it on, um, you know, where they thought they were going to be learning from me about crypto or, or stocks or investments. And instead, you know, <laughs> meet Zach with red pill. So, or it's, <laughs> Yeah, right 78. So it's uh, wait a minute. This isn't crypto. This isn't blockchain. What what is he talking about? I never heard about this stuff on CNN. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, yeah, obviously go to my website redpill78news.com. Uh, don't go to redpill78.com. That is not my website, and it's like it's full of malware, and they'll they'll try to take over your computer. Redpill78news.com. Uh, you can catch my streams on DLive, on Twitch, on Pilled.net, on PureSocial.tv. But you can get to all of those sites by going to that website. Uh, I have a news section. I do blogs occasionally where I'll talk about, uh, you know, uh, big stuff that's going on. Uh, just the other day, I did uh, a release of the 2 million Chinese CCP spies in Chinese and the English translation that's available on my website. Um, also, you know, my daily uploads come out on Rumble, uh, Odyssey, uh, BitChute, and hopefully very soon, Gab.tv. Uh, but uh, go to my website, follow me on Gab, follow me on Parler, always at redpill seventy eight. And uh, also you can subscribe to my uh, my pay TV, which allows you to get uh, get the app and then get it on your uh, Roku. I think your Apple TV and Amazon Fire redpill78.tv. Also get there through my website. If you want to support the show, you can do that on the website or through cash app at redpill78 or it's the dollar sign redpill78. Uh, and uh, just uh, continue to uh, stick with me. I'm going to keep doing this as long as uh, God will allow and uh, don't lose heart. President Trump will be president again for another four years. And who knows, maybe another four after that. Hopefully we'll see about it. Um, and um, yeah, you know, tune in tonight at 10 p.m. I will uh, be interviewing a man by the name of Town Crier. He wrote a book on the Electoral College. We're going to be talking about that and how things are supposed to work in our Constitution. Uh, and then I'll also be on Quite Frankly tonight at 7.30 with uh, my uh, good friend and co-host Methods. Also, Craig uh, Mason and uh, Brad Collagero Getz is going to be on there with myself and Frank and everybody else. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, I got asked um, a little bit here about uh, how Monarch works. And so for anybody that wants uh, some free crypto, you know, we do this, um, you know, every once in a while, just go to CryptoBeatles.com right up there at the top where it says to join uh, the email list. Just let us know if you want crypto or if you want um, our Bitcoin and blockchain booklet. doesn't look like I have one up here, but we have a book and we also give away uh, cryptocurrency. So that way you, it's free. It doesn't require you to do anything other than just let us know that you want it uh, in your email address. So if you want free crypto and want to start learning how to how it works and how to play with it, you know, we'll send a thousand 
uh, monarch tokens to the first say 20 people and we'll send a, a free book to the first 10 people all right so we'll do that um, i just got everybody paid over here on d live uh, love y'all appreciate y'all uh, so i just added another 5,000 lemon to that and then uh, release rewards and it looks like the luckiest uh, followers is a uh, castle drummer you got uh, 1.4 thousand lemons that's awesome then we got uh, two cat knight we got m france h can ms lady drifter and pop patriot 58 and it looks like uh, the top contributor and forgive me i'm sorry i can't i can't read your name it cuts it off but it looks like uh, i bang uh i don't want to say that <laughs> and we got TikTok, and then uh 2002 patriot i think so love you all over there god bless you appreciate it um and then the way the monarch wallet works is you just go to apple or google or you can go to um, you know monarchwallet.com download it for free and you get the uh, the world's uh, best decentralized uh, cryptocurrency wallet called monarch where you and you alone are the monarch of your funds and then aaron just brought this to me too so i don't know if you can see that but this is the bitcoin and blockchain booklet so we'll send one of these out to the first 10 and we'll send out a thousand uh, monarch tokens to the first 20 over there so uh, it's just a way of giving back and letting people you know learn something new and uh, whether they like it or, or not it doesn't cost them anything and it's it's just uh, it's fun so but uh, yeah, love you and God bless y'all. Uh, Zach, any closing thoughts uh, before we uh, wrap this up? Well, just thank you so much uh, for inviting me here once again. I love hanging out with you and uh, I'm looking forward to having you back on my channel as well in the very near future. And thank you to everybody uh, for hanging out with us today. It's been a lot of fun. Yep. And remember, peeps, just like Proverbs says, nothing clever, nothing conceived, nothing contrived can get the better of God. So we will win. Just make sure you stand up and you speak out, show up and uh, hold uh, all your representatives, you know, accountable. Make sure that they're, uh, you know, make sure they know that you're watching them and you expect them to do what uh, what they uh, swore to do. And that's, uh, you know, keep their oath and look out for us. So until next time, I'll play a, a little um, outro video here for everybody. I think I got one here. Yeah. So this will be about a minute Then I'll log off and uh, I'll see you on the other side, Zach. All right. Love y'all. God bless y'all. Catch you on the next one. Probably be God something. Bless. All right. The more that a broken system tells you that you're wrong, the more certain you should be that you must keep pushing ahead. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference. Nothing worth doing ever came easy. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. The future belongs to the people who follow their heart no matter what the critics say. We must always remember that we share one home and one glorious destiny. We all bleed the same red blood of patriots. We all salute the same great American flag. Our best days are yet to come. Hey, peeps, just a friendly reminder, Crypto Beetle shows are never financial advice, recommendations, or trading strategies. The views expressed here are solely that of Robert Beatles and his guests. Robert Beatles is a co-founder of the Monarch Wallet. 
host of Trading New Sessions, Crypto Beatles on YouTube, and on several entities. Robert's opinions here do not reflect that of those entities. Some information shared here may not actually be factual. These shows are for information and entertainment purposes only. Never invest a single Satoshi or penny in anything without first seeking the counsel and advice of a professional financial advisor. Robert Beatles is not a financial expert or advisor. Investing in anything is super dangerous. You can lose all of your money, so always trade at your own risk. Please help us grow the family. Give us a comment and review on the Apple or Google Play Store. It's super quick and easy. Just scroll down, click the little stars, comment, and just help us grow the family. God bless you. Love you. And I'll catch you on the next one.